Okay, everyone, that clickety-clack sound means it's time for TV Oblivion, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 24, season one. Today's date is November 26, 2022, and thank you for joining me today, and here is today's lineup for this show. Uh, from the 1940s, I will talk about the uh, anthology drama series, Fireside Theater. From the 1950s, uh, the syndicated series Biff Baker USA. From the 1960s, the TV sitcom Fair Exchange. From the 1970s, the uh, cartoon series The ABC Saturday Superstar Movie. From the 1980s, uh, the television sitcom Baker's Dozen. From the 1990s, the crime drama Angel Street. And last from the 2000s is the television sitcom Battery Park. This will be an interesting show. And uh, these shows are rarely syndicated and largely forgotten. And uh, But you can catch them on YouTube if you like. Uh, you can find a few episodes or a few promos or a few uh, introductions of the show. Your, your chances are, are very great. <laughs> so... That's a lot of fun to do that. Okay. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Rapples. And that is the caramel wrapping on your apples. So you make caramel apples. And here's a commercial from 1977. I remember this product very well. I used to, I used to eat this when I was a kid. Okay. So sit back and enjoy, everyone. And I'll be right back with the program. Thank you. Presenting Rapples. Take an apple and a rapple. Wrap the rapple round the apple and a stick. Heat it quick. That's how you make caramel apples with rapples from Kraft. Rapples. Neat sheets of good Kraft caramel. You just wrap around apples and heat for five minutes for fresh homemade caramel apples. With rapples from Kraft. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Rapples. Uh, let me give you a brief history about this product. It was made from Kraft Foods in the mid-70s, 74, 75, something like that. Uh, what, do you, what it is, it's like sheets of, uh, you know, rounded uh, caramel like that. And uh, put them in the refrigerator or... I don't know. I don't remember. My mom used to make these, and uh, for and then she would take some apples. Uh, there were three of us, and uh, you would take uh, like a popsicle stick, stick it in the in the core, like in the middle of the apple, and then you take one of those caramels and then wrap it all around, and then you bake it in the oven, and then they get all melty, and you know, make sure you do it on the bottom like that. <laughs> yeah. And they were delicious. You know, you know what I did? I did a. This is a silly thing I did as a kid. I take just take the wrapping and you know and eat the caramel first, and then just eat the apple. I don't know why I did that. That's silly. I, if you eat it together, it is delicious. It's good. I love caramel apples. You know, like uh, Affy Taffy. If you're in the Chicagoland area, remember that with the peanuts. Oh, that's good. I love that. And uh, in in the East Coast, they have candy apples, and I never had a candy apple. But they had that, and they're just like bad for teeth or 
they gain, you know, they put on pounds like that. But uh, I never had a candy apple. Uh, the product's still made, but it's made. It's not made by Kraft anymore. I believe the company is called now uh, Concord Foods. Uh, it's a long story. So, so they make those. If you can find them in the grocery section, you know, if you find them in a grocery store or maybe Walmart, Target, you might find them. You know, or in your local grocery store. You know, but I haven't had it since I was a kid. Uh, I don't intend to eat one now. <laughs> going to watch my weight. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I did the lineup for today's episode of TV Living the Podcast, and now I'm going to get started. And the first show I will talk about is the Fireside Theater, and that is an anthology drama series. And uh, this premiered on April 5th, 1949, and uh, ended May 27, 1958. Uh, it uh, aired on NBC, and it ran for seven seasons, 268 episodes. And it was just like the other uh, anthology semi- anthology drama series from the past, like, uh, for example, Playhouse 90, uh, U.S. Steel, US Steel Hour, uh, Robert Montgomery Presents, you know, those. Uh, what's the other one? I can't think of the top of my head. Yeah, there were so many. They were, and they were wonderful shows. Some were live, some were not. Uh, I believe this was filmed, yeah, the show, and uh, it was a low budget. And uh, Rod Serling did write a couple episodes on, during, you know, during the program's airing, like that. And uh, they were three hosts. Uh, one was uh, Frank Wisbar. Uh, I think he was uh, the creator of the show also. And he hosted a show just for one year, from 1952 to 1953. Uh, I don't know if there was a host before. I don't think so. And uh, then later on, actor Gene Raymond took over. Uh, He hosted it for two years, from 1953 to 1958. And then Jane Wyman, Wyman, excuse me, took over from 58 to 55 to 58, excuse me. And uh, she's more famous for that, for host, for being the hostess of the show. And uh, when Falcon Crest premiered in 1981, I remember this, that um, when they interviewed her for the show, they mentioned that you hosted the the Fireside Theater. And, and, and it was called Jane Wyman Presents. And that aired on ABC later on in the reruns. And then sometimes it was known as the Jane Wyman show. So she was associated mostly of that show. And she talked about it. She enjoyed it. She really did. Um, one of the most uh, famous episodes of, of the series was A Christmas Carol by Charles uh, Dickens. And Ralph Richardson, uh, the English actor, he played... he. Um, Excuse me. He portrayed Ebenezer Screws, and it was the only time for American television uh, at the time. So I think it's on YouTube. I haven't checked yet. Uh, I'd like to see that. You know, it'd be interesting. Okay, so uh, right now I'm going to play the introduction of Fireside Theater that uh, that 
Jane Wyman hosted, and uh, she sounds just like Angela Channing. <laughs> Let me nicer. I love her character. I love the show. I really did. You know, and uh, so sit back and enjoy for Fireside Theater, hosted by Jane Wyman. And when I come back, I'll talk a little bit about about her. Okay. Excuse me. All right. Thank you, everyone. Jane Wyman. Presented tonight by Ivory Soap. Advised by more doctors for baby's skin and yours. 99 and 44 one hundredths percent pure. It floats. And now, Jane Wyman. Good evening. Thank you for being with us again. They say. Who are they that always say, but they always say that it's a pretty good idea to keep an eye on the future. Well, I agree with them, especially the future of our children. Now, I'm not one to make predictions, but I'm going to make an exception to that rule. I predict that you're going to just love our little ivory girl. Now, you wait and see. Okay, everybody, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the introduction for Fireside Theater, hosted by Jane Wyman. I'm going to talk a little bit about her, uh, like I did before. Uh, she was a wonderful actress. Uh, she was in, uh, starring in a lot of movies at Warner Brothers, uh, like, for example, Public Wedding, Brother Rat, with, uh, uh, let's see, with uh, Eddie Albert, I remember that, and uh, also Ronald Reagan. <laughs> which she starred with in that movie. And uh, let's see, Magnificent uh, Obsession with Rock Hudson. Uh, also Stage Fright, that Alfred Hitchcock movie. That's a good movie. I like that. And uh, All That Heaven all that heaven Allows from 1955. You know, she was nominated uh, for Academy, Academy Award for Best Actress four times. And, her, and she won the Academy Award for Johnny Belinda. And uh, I've seen the movie once. It was pretty good. You know, very good indeed. Uh, of course, she married uh, Ronald Reagan. He was an actor. And we know what, what happened to him. <laughs> he became um, the president of the United States. So, uh, And uh, she also uh, appeared in The Lost Weekend. That's oh, a good movie with Ray Milland. Oh, he played a drunk. <laughs> I was uh then she went into television and uh she uh she appeared on General Electric Theater uh, the show hosted by her ex-husband Ron Reagan and uh in the 60s she didn't do much uh maybe Pollyanna Bon, bon Voyage uh, I remember a movie she was in with Bob Hope and uh let's see then all of a sudden, yeah, she she appeared on television on TV series. I remember one from The Sixth Sense that starred uh, that starred Gary Collins. That was scary. That was funny. It's not funny. It's a scary, it's a serious. Uh, you know, it's about ESP. And then she got the the role of uh, of Angela Channing Channing on Falcon Crest. And I didn't watch the the show in the beginning. I don't know. There was something about it, but then. I was watching Dallas at the time, and then uh, 
then that got popular, and then uh, Falcon Crest was right after it, and then it's then I started watching, it and I loved it. I, I love it's one, actually it's one of my favorite soaps. Uh, second is Dynasty. Uh, so the order was um, Dynasty, Falcon Crest, uh, Dallas, and Knots Landing. You know, but uh, those those were the four uh, primetime soaps in the eighties that were classic like that, and. Uh, she was great in that, and she was, uh, I mean, not a nice lady, and very demanding, and sneaky. <laughs> and that, that uh, she was on the show from the beginning to end. Uh, the last season, she didn't appear much uh, because uh, she was sick. And uh, she was, she appeared, I think, the last two episodes, I think, and then that's the end. And then it ended in nineteen ninety. And then uh, she didn't do much after that. She uh, didn't appear didn't appear much. I guess she retired, and then she passed away on September tenth, two thousand seven. Uh, wonderful actress, wonderful lady. Uh, yeah, I've watched the reruns of Fallen Crest. I have a few uh, seasons on DVD now. It's on what's that called? It used to be called IMDb. It's on streaming now. You can go on Free V and Free V channel and they have all the all the seasons so i'm gonna start watching them again that'd be kind of cool okay next up uh it's the television uh series uh biff baker okay and this was a interesting show <laughs> let's see we gotta find it i should have had it ready by now uh, here we go this this show was uh, only less than one season. It aired on CBS, uh, premiered uh, November 13, 1952, uh, ended March 26, 1953. Uh, it was a 30-minute show. It had uh, 26 episodes. Four were unaired, <laughs> as usual, like that. And it starred uh, Alan Hale Jr. and Randy Stewart. And uh, see, and uh, the sponsor was Lucky Strikes cigarettes. Be happy, be lucky. <laughs> I love that jingle. And uh, the premise of the show: he was an operator of an important of importing business, and they, and Biff Baker and his wife Louise travel around the world to find merchandise. Oh, interesting. And then they become involved with. All kinds of trouble, intrigue, you know, you know, like spying or like that. And they traveled, uh, like I said, around the world. Could be uh, France, uh, Turkey, uh, Vietnam, Pakistan, and uh, sometimes the they were spies. And they, uh, but some sources say they they were they weren't business uh, people. They were really spies, but it hasn't been uh, concluded. And uh, you know, it was an interesting show. I saw a couple, uh, one episode on YouTube. I liked it. I really did. This is the first time I've seen Alan Hale Jr. He's best known as Skipper from the Gill from Gilligan's Island in a serious role. I mean, I'm sure he did a little few comedy bits in there, but he was straight lace, you know, straight man. And uh, the show is on. Uh, there's a few episodes on DVD. Uh, like in the discount bargain bin, you could find it. Uh, I think they're public domain, not uh, 
remastered. If you're if you're an Alan Hale uh, Jr. fan, uh, please do. By the way, his his father was Alan Hale Sr. He was a famous uh, actor, a character actor that is. Okay, and uh, right now I'm going to play the theme song for Biff Baker USA. And when I come back, I'm going to talk about not Alan Hale Jr. I'm going to talk about his wife, Randy Stewart. And uh, she had an interesting career in movies and TV. So sit back and enjoy the uh, theme song for Biff Baker USA. Thank you, everyone. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the introduction of Biff Baker USA, uh, the syndicated series that starred Alan Hale Jr. and Randy Stewart. I'm going to talk a little bit about her and uh, her biography. Uh, she was born Elizabeth Chabel, that's her real name, and born in October 12, 1924. And she was from uh, Kansas. She was born there. And then uh, then she started and in... Uh, then uh, she started on the radio. She was a regular on the Jack Carson show. Remember actor Jack Carson from Mildred Pierce? <laughs> That's why he's famous for that. And uh, she started a few movies. Uh, she played uh, Peggy in the comedy Sitting Pretty. Do you remember that? With uh, Mr. With uh, Clifton Webb uh, and Mr. Belvedere. I like that movie. That was great. And uh, she was also... Uh, I was a male war bride. I think that was with uh, Cary Grant. That's a good movie. Also, uh, she was in All About Eve, uh, starring Betty Davis uh, and Baxter. This isn't that. And uh, she's appeared. And then her famous role was the wife of the Incredible Shrinking Man. I love that one. It's funny. With Grant Williams. Uh, that was a good movie like that. And uh, then she did some television later in the si uh, late 50s and the early 60s. You know, a lot of westerns like that. And uh, also uh, 77 Sunset Strip. She was in the Roaring Twenties. Hawaiian Eye. Also in the, the Millionaire. She did that. She was also in Bonanza. She did that. And... Uh, and she's also played the wife of uh, Her of uh, Officer Bill Gannon on Dragnet, you know Harry Morgan's character. She did that, and uh, then she stopped, and then she passed away on July twentieth, nineteen ninety six. So, if you're a movie fan or TV fan, if you notice her, it'd be Randy Stewart. You will recognize her. She's one of those faces that uh, you've seen her, but you don't remember her name like that. So. She's, I've seen a few things she's done. She's pretty good. She's a good actress. Okay. Next up, we have the television sitcom Fair Exchange. Uh, I've never seen this show, but I've heard so much about it, and it's a, it's it's a, it has an interesting premise. Okay. 
So uh, this premiered on September 21st, 1963, and it's September 19th, uh, 1963. Did I say it right? Yeah, 62, 63, yeah. Ran for two seasons, 27 episodes. Uh, had an interesting cast. Uh, they had uh, Eddie Foy Jr., you remember from the famous uh, Foy family. Also... Uh, also starred Victor Matt Maddern from uh, he's an English actor, and those guys played uh, World War II veterans, and they decided to have their teenage daughters live with each other for a year, so it's like exchange students. Uh, Eddie, uh, so the character Eddie Foy Jr.'s character was Eddie Walker, and Victor Maddern's uh, character was Tommy Finch. Uh, Eddie's daughter is played by uh, Eddie's daughter Patty was played by Lynn Loring. I've seen her a lot of television shows, and uh, uh, he, uh, Tommy Finch, had a son, uh, Neville, and they had a daughter, uh, Heather, and that was played by Judy Carn from Roland Martin's Laughing. And uh, let's see, Eddie also had a son named Tommy, and he's played by Flip Mark, and uh, I think you've seen him in a lot of. Uh, television shows in the 60s you see that and uh so uh the girls try to adjust to the other families you know one in England, one in london one in new york city and they have a tough time like that and that's what was interesting about this uh the show and uh i've seen one episode it's pretty good i liked it and uh this replaced the twilight zone uh it was ending and uh, then uh, all of a sudden the Twilight Zone returned, but it returned in the half hour format. And this was, uh, I believe, the hour long version of that. You know, that was kind of weird. Uh, ratings were pretty good, but they, uh, CBS canceled it. And then, uh, but they got a lot of mail from fans. They said, no, bring it back, bring it back. Okay. When it did, when they revived it, they brought it back in not in an hour-long form, not an hour-long show, but then a half-hour format, and uh, that was the first uh, hour-long sitcom since the Lucy Desi Comedy Hour, starring Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. Then they brought it back for half an hour, but it didn't work. Uh, the, uh, the 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 rating sank, and it was canceled, and that was it. And. Uh, so we had uh, other people in the cast was Audrey, Audrey Christie. She played uh, Eddie Walker's wife. Also, uh, Diane Ches Diana Chesney. She played uh, Tommy Finch's daughter. And uh, so, let's see. The first season ran for about 15 episodes. And the second season ran about, uh, let's see, about 13. Yeah, about 13. Like that, and uh, that should be that should be on DVD. I would buy it in a second because I like Judy Carn. I always have. You know, she's so cute, and uh, she's very, she's a talented comedian. You, you've seen it from Roman Martin's Laughing, you know, and she starred uh, the other series Love on the Rooftop. Uh, I will talk about that show at a later date. You know, with Peter Duell. Like that. So right now I'm going to play the theme song for Fair Exchange. When I come back, I'm going to I'm going to talk about a little more about Judy Carn.
rather interesting career. Okay. So sit back and enjoy, everyone. Thank you. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you like the introduction for Fair Exchange, the TV sitcom. Sir Judy Carn and Eddie Foy Jr. Uh, let me talk a little bit about her. Uh, I've always watched her since I was a kid. And uh, she, I don't know, of all the uh, people from Rome Martin's Laughing, uh, the only, she stood out the most as one of my favorites. My favorite was jo Joanne Worley. She's hilarious. <laughs> but Judy Carn was not. Goldie Hawn, not Ruth Buzzy or um, the others, like a Lily Tomlin, you know, that replaced Judy. Um, I have a Facebook group on Facebook called, it's the official group for Rowan Martin's Laughing. You can check it out. If you're on Facebook, you can join. Uh, it's very popular. I've had the uh, Ruth Buzzy is aware of it. So is Goldie Hawn. I think she is. <laughs> I don't know about Lily Tomlin, maybe. Uh, Joanne Worley's not on Facebook. I don't think so. Maybe someone's told her. <laughs> you know, they're all still alive. Um, so Judy Carr was born on Northampton, England. Her real name is Joyce Audrey Butterill. You know, and uh, and they were, um, her parents were greengrocers. And uh, she... Uh, Learned acting. She attended school, and then uh, she made um, did some TV acting uh, in England. And uh, she her first one of her first uh, roles was on Danger Man with Patrick McGowan, you know, Secret Agent Man. She was on that, and uh, then she moved to the United States and started Fair Exchange, and uh, then she became well known. And then uh, she followed by another sitcom called The Bailers of Balboa. We'll talk about that someday. Then she appeared on Love on the Rooftop, co-starred with Peter Duell. And then she appeared on a lot of TV shows, Gidget, Man from Uncle, I Dream a Genie, Gunsmoke, a Bonanza, The Big Valley. Oh, lots of them. Uh, she, played, she appeared in a, a movie, The Americanization of Emily, that starred uh, James Garner and uh, Julie Andrews. I remember watching that movie. She was pretty good. And uh, then she got cast on Rowan and Martin's Laughing, and that was one of the most innovative shows of all time. It's still talk about today, and I love the show. That is my second favorite show. Uh, first one is I Love Lucy. And... Uh, when I was little, I used to watch it. It was so colorful, so fast. I didn't understand it, but I loved it. I got hooked on it. And I was hoping for reruns to come all these years, but it didn't come until like the early 80s, but it was syndicated. And finally, the show's on DVD. So if you want to buy it, go ahead. I I, uh, I won a contest from, I think, Time Life or, yeah, Time Life, I think. And I won. And I told them, I'm the admin of the group. And they said, yeah. You got a free uh, set. That's very nice of them. And uh, she was there for two years. Uh, her most famous uh, uh, trademark was, uh, you know, her catchphrase, uh, Sakatumi. I love Sakatumi. That was funny. She would get assaulted by water. 
uh, one time a board, <laughs> she fell in the trap door, <laughs> she, you know, all kinds of things. And, uh, she enjoyed it. And that, uh, she, that, that made her very popular. And then, uh, she got a little tired of it and then, um, she left. She thought she would be famous for that, but, uh, that's not so. <laughs> no, you know, and then she started a few musicals and then, uh, then her career took a nosedive, and uh, she was only famous for her arrest on drug charges. So that's a shame. But I heard she got over it, and uh, then did a few acting roles. Her last acting role was probably a documentary or like a movie from the early 90s. I saw it on YouTube or Vimeo. She sounded the same, and she looked the same. She looked absolutely wonderful. I wish she did more. I wish she'd be famous for that, but uh, also she was married to Burt Reynolds. That then that marriage was doomed from the start. So and uh, that's a that's a shame. And then she wrote a book about uh, laughing on the outside, crying on the inside. So and I remember seeing the book in down to uh, Croc and Bertano's, the bookstore in Chicago. And I should have bought it, but I think I'm going to buy it. If I find it, I want to read it, but you know, it's kind of dated, but it's from the eighties. So I heard it's very good. And she was, she, she was very blunt and very honest about what's going on. But, uh, so, and then she retired back to England and then she passed away in September, 2015, which is a shame. So, very talented lady. I mean, uh, she sang, she also sang, she sang beautifully, you know, she could have been embarked on a famous career, but I guess bad decisions and drugs did that. So that's a shame. Okay. Next up, here's something interesting. The ABC Saturday superstar movie. I remember this very well when I was a kid. Oh, it was wonderful. I look forward to watching this every Saturday. And this was like the, this was the uh, animated version of the ABC movie of the week. Remember that when they showed TV movies, uh, they don't do TV movies anymore. Not really. Uh, unless you count Hallmark Christmas movies, <laughs> but they had great movies then. And now they, somebody decided to do one for kids and on Saturday mornings. And that's awesome. So here's a little history of that. Uh, it premiered September 9th, 1972 and in November 17th, 1973, it ran about an hour. It was an hour long uh, format, ran for two seasons, 20 episodes. And uh, they had most of the production companies was from Filmation, Hanna-Barbera and Rankin Bass. And uh, they were, they showcased a lot of famous uh, shows, you know, TV shows and uh, cartoon series. And um, let's see, I'm going to read the episodes. Uh, there are 20 of them, but I won't go into detail of each one. Not much. So I'll read half of them and then uh, then I will play the theme song. And then when I come back, I'll read the rest. Okay, so here's season one. Uh, it was called, the first uh, movie was The Brady Kids on Mysterious Island. And that's based on the Brady Bunch uh, TV series. And also the pilot film for the Brady Kids. I talked about it on a previous episode, you know, the anime series. And uh, they met the minor bird Marlin and then the, the twin giant pandas. 
I did that. So I don't know if that's on DVD. I don't remember. I haven't watched it in a while. So um, all the kids voiced the actors. Uh, the adults were not in it. Mike Brady, Carol Brady, Alice, the housekeeper. No, they were not in the. They were not in the movie at all. It's just the kids. Okay. Second uh, episode was Yogi's Ark Lark. That is based on the uh, Yogi Bear. Uh, hey, 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 it's Yogi Bear. <laughs> and uh, they featured all the, most of the Hanna-Barbera characters. And they were in a Noah's Ark and it's flying version. That's a pilot film too. And they went into Yogi's Gang. And I remember that show very well. Okay, and also the third episode was Mad, Mad, Mad Monsters, based on the uh, 1967 theatrical film Mad Monster Party from Rack and Bass. Yeah. I don't remember this one. No. I have Mad Monster Party. I like that. Also, uh, Nanny and the Professor, based on the TV series of the same name that starred Julie, uh, M- Juliet Mills, excuse me, and uh, Richard Long and the kids. They all voiced there. Uh, this this is the first TV uh, first movie. They had a second one in the second season. And uh, number five was Popeye meets the man who hated laughter. And this uh, they had a wide range of comic strip characters, including Popeye, Blondie, High and Lois, Snuffy Smith, Beetle Bailey, Jigs and Maggie, Steve Cannon, The Phantom, a Flash Gordon, Mandrake the Magician, The Little King, and the Cats and Jammer Kids. Oh. That was, uh, I guess, a common name. Those uh, those cartoon comic book comic strip characters appeared. They were against a common enemy. Now that would be interesting. I never seen this, and I always want to see that because that's interesting. I don't know if some of them are on YouTube. Maybe. Um, I know one with the banana splits is, and I watched it. That was pretty good. That was one of my favorites. Number six was Willie Mays and the Say Hey Kid. I remember this one, uh, voiced by. Willie Mays, he's still with us. Thank goodness. Uh, next one, seven and eight, is a two-part uh, movie. It was called The o- Oliver and the Artford Dodger, based on the 19- 1838 novel by uh, Charles Dickens, Oliver Twist. And they did that. Also, number nine was The Adventures of Robert Hoodnick, based on Robin Hood. With uh, uh, it, it was animated with animal character characters. And then they one year... Before they released the Disney version of Robin Hood, which I liked very much. Okay. Number 10 is Lassie and the Spirit of the Thunder Mountain, based on the Lassie character. And it was the this was the pilot film for the 1973 uh, anime series Lassie's Rescue Rangers. I remember that. I love the theme song. Like that. Okay. Before I resume the rest of them, I'm going to play the theme song of of the ABC's Saturday Superstar movie. So sit back and enjoy, everyone. Thank you.
Okay, everyone, I'm back. Uh, the theme song for ABC um, Saturday Superstar Movie. Oh, I love that theme song. You can't get it out of your head. <laughs> okay, so I'll read the rest of the episodes real quickly. Uh, number 11 was Gidget Makes the Wrong Connection based on the uh, TV character in the movie, Gidget. Uh, the, the voice of Gidget was some other actress. It wasn't Sally Field or Sandra D. wasn't her like that. Okay, and uh, next one was the Banana Splits in Hocus Pocus Park. Now, this was one of my favorites. I love this uh, episode. It was animated and live action. First, they were live action. Then they, then they went to Hocus Pocus Park, or they went somewhere, and then uh, then they were animated. And the, the same voices that did uh, Flegel, Beagle, Drooper, and Snork. I'm going by like the theme song of the Banana Splits. I think they do sing. Uh, the plot of the movie was uh, they were chasing a girl, and because a witch was uh, uh, chasing her, you know, and uh, so that was it. And I loved the that was a great that was a great one. I like that. That was one of my favorites. Number thirteen is Tabitha and Adam and the Clown fam Family. That's based on the TV series Bewitch uh, with uh, Darren Darren and Samantha Stevens' children. And uh, they're depicted as teenagers, and uh, the voices were not from the kids on the TV show. There were others. And uh, and uh, let's see. So, but you know, this was confusing because Adam, um, Samantha, and Darren's son, he sort of developed magical powers, but then on the spinoff series, Tabitha, he didn't. He was mortal. I don't think he was a witch or warlock. No. <laughs> okay. Number 14 was the Red Baron. Uh, the other one, uh, this one was unusual. The next one was Daffy Duck and Porky Pig meet the Groovy Ghoulies. <laughs> so you have Warner Brothers car characters and Filmation characters. <laughs> but that was funny. Yeah, that would have been interesting. I haven't seen this. I want, I want to see that. It sounds interesting. Also, Love Cast USA. That's based on the uh, the anthology, the comedy anthology series Love American Style that aired on ABC. One of my favorite shows. I like that. And number seventeen was That Girl in Wonderland. Uh, I have this on DVD. A friend of mine gave it to me, and it had the original commercials. I loved it. You know, it's the first time I've seen it, and it's voiced by Marla Thomas. You know. Yeah, that's great. And uh, it was wonderful. I like that. It aired uh, two years after the show ended. Okay, in season two, there were only three episodes. Uh, one was Lost in Space. Um, didn't show uh, much of the... Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, much of the characters, but the only characters were there was... Uh, Craig Robinson, uh, you know, played by Guy Williams on the original series, and uh, Jonathan Harris, Doctor Zachary Smith. He was one of my favorite. Oh, I loved him when he when he made fun of the robot and called him all kinds of names. That that made it entertaining. <laughs> and uh, most of the cast members didn't come, and the characters weren't in there. That was bizarre. Uh, next was the Mini Monsters. Uh, the only one who voiced the monsters from the TV series was Al Lewis, you know, by Grandpa. The rest, no. Herman was there. Lily was there. Eddie was there. But he had cousins. Marilyn was not there. I don't know why. 
Uh, Spot was there. <laughs> Good. And the last one was Nanny and the Professor and the Phantom of the Circus. That was the second movie. And uh, the other cast members uh, did voice it. So that's interesting. I wish this show would go on, come on DVD, uh, Nanny and the Professor. I would buy it in a second. I loved it. I used to watch it all the time when I was little. You heard on WGN TV Channel 9 in the early 70s uh, after it went off, off the air on ABC. Uh, I hope so. We'll see. Okay, so that's it for the Saturday ABC Saturday Star Superstar Saturday Superstar movie. I'm tongue tied with this. You know, it's one of the most memorable uh, shows in the '70s and largely forgotten. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we have the TV sitcom Baker's Dozen. Now, uh, this nobody remembers this show <laughs> except me, I think. And this only ran six episodes, and uh, it, aired, it first aired March 17, 1982, uh, ended June 30th, 1982, ran for six episodes, and starred Ron Silver. Uh, you remember him from uh, Gary Levy from Rhoda, you know, and uh, others in the cast was Cindy Weintraub, Alan Weeks, Sam McMurray, uh, I remember him, he was... Uh, his famous role as Den- he was the dentist in Freak- Freaks and Geeks, and also uh, supervisor Patrick O'Boyle in the sitcom King of Queens that starred Kevin James. He was in there. Also, Tom Quinn was in the cast. Also, Doris Bellock. I remember her. I remember from Tootsie. You know, she played the the producer of the show. You know, when uh, Dustin Hoffman Dustin Hoffman dressed up as uh, Dorothy Michaels. I love that movie. It's hilarious. You know, and uh, I sort of remember this show. I saw it once and it was gone. You know, went into TV oblivion. I found the theme song. So, and uh, it is on YouTube if you want to check it out. So here's the theme song for Baker's Dozen. When I come back, I will talk a little bit about Ron Silver. Okay. So sit back and enjoy everybody. Thank you. Okay, everyone, I'm back. Uh, I'm glad you. I uh, hope you like the theme song for uh, Baker's Dozen. Uh, talk a little bit about Ron Silver. Uh, what I remember him from is Gary Levy from Rhoda. He was a very, uh, very popular character. At first, he was a jerk. You know, he was like a swinging single guy that lived in Rhoda's apartment building. <laughs> I remember that. But they became a, their friend uh, to Rhoda Morgenstern and Brenda, her sister. Then he, he didn't stay at the entire run. He, well, he came in the middle of the show after, you know, Rhoda and her husband divorced or separated. And then uh, he stayed there. Not until the end. So that's what I remember him from. And he started in a lot of movies. Uh, he made his debut in the film Tunnel Vision. He was also in Semi-Tough. 
Remember that? With um, Burt Reynolds and Chris Christopherson. He was in that movie. Uh, he was in a, um, a horror movie called The Entity. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> that's scary. Also, Garbled Talks with uh, Anne Backcroft. I've seen the I've seen clips of the show it's, of the movie. It's hilarious. I like that. And uh, he was also in Blue Steel with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, and also the lead in Enemies: A Love Story, directed by Paul Mazursky. I some parts of that movie is pretty good. He was excellent in that movie. And then he played more television. Uh, he was also uh, in Reversal of Fortune in 1990, based on Klaus von Bülow. You know, he played that. He played uh, attorney Alan Dershowitz. Did that. And he also uh, produced films. He did that. And uh, also more television. And uh, he worked until the uh, until he passed away. And uh, he he was a very uh, he was a very intelligent man. He spoke a lot of. Uh, you know, he spoke languages, Spanish, uh, Mandarin, Chinese. He was Jewish. You know, I don't know if he learned Hebrew. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, he got involved with politics and all that. But he was uh, he was everywhere. And unfortunately, he passed away March 15, 2009. He was 62 years old. Not so young like that. And uh, I liked him a lot. He was a good actor. He really was. Okay. Next up, we have the uh, TV crime drama Angel Street. I remember this show, and I watched it. I watched uh, about a couple episodes. And this premiered on CBS September 15, 1992. It only aired about a month. <laughs> October 3, 1992. Aired, had ep eight episodes. Uh, only four aired. Had a good cast. Uh premise was two female detectives one was a veteran one was a rookie and it was in it uh the lo was located in chicago they filmed in i know they did in chicago it starred robin givens you remember her from uh head of the class and uh pamela gidley so uh robin givens character was detective anita king and pamela gidley was detective dorothy pereski others in the cast was ron dean Played Detective Brannigan, and uh, he was in a lot of movies, a lot of TV. Oh, Joe Guzaldo, Rick Snyder, uh, Ray Cooper, and Danny Goldring. He was in there too. And uh, so it didn't do very well in the ratings. So, and I, like I said before, I remember this show very well, you know, and uh, I saw. The introduction on YouTube, and they filmed, I recognized uh, locations in Chicago. I remember the L, I recognized the L, all the streets and all that. That was kind of cool to see in the early 90s in Chicago. Okay, and that was created by John Wells. He's a famous uh, television writer, director, producer. And uh, like I said, the ratings didn't do well on the show. Okay, I'm going to play the theme song for Angel Street. When I come back, I'm going to talk about Pamela Gidley. Uh, she had an interesting career. Okay, so sit back and enjoy Angel Street. Thank you, everyone.
Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the theme song for Angel Street. Uh, I'm going to talk a little, a little bit about uh, Pamela Gidley. Uh, she appeared in a lot of uh, films and television. Uh, her name was Pamela Ga Catherine Gidley. She was born in uh, Methuen, Massachusetts. And uh, let's see, her. Uh, she appeared in the movies Dudes. Uh, Cherry 2000. You remember that? That was with uh, that's a weird movie like that. That was with uh, Melanie Griffith. I remember that movie. The Blue Iguana, Permanent Record, Highway to Hell. And uh, also she was in the, the movie Twin Peaks, Fire, Fire, Walk With Me. Uh, based on the TV show Twin Peaks, she was Teresa Banks. In the TV show, her, she she is mentioned, you know, she was mentioned in a TV show, but they never, she was not shown. So this is the prequel of Laura Palmer's death in Twin Peaks. So we got that. So I'm glad they did that. And uh, she, she's best known her roles as Strange Luck. That was a sitcom that starred D.B. Sweeney. It aired on Fox and aired on, from 1995 to 96. Also, uh, she had a recurring role in The Pretender. That's a good show. I like that. And uh, and then she uh, unfortunately she passed away, you know. And uh, which is a shame. She was only about fifty-two years old, and she died on April sixteenth, twenty eighteen. And we don't know what happened. You know, she died on she died very unexpectedly. So I hope it's. I don't know if she was sick or I have no idea. But she did a lot of. Uh, Appeared in a lot of shows and, uh, you know, starting from the 80s. So you would uh, see her face and you would you would recognize her, but you wouldn't know who it was. Uh, when she was in Twin Peaks, the prequel, uh, I saw the movie maybe a couple times. It's bizarre. <laughs> if you're a Twi Twin Peaks fan, you love it. Now, uh, you know, I wish she was alive um, because, you know, when they made the second series, that would have been interesting, but she wasn't in it. So that's that's a shame. Okay. Last show I'm going to talk about is Battery Park. And this is a sitcom. Uh, only aired seven episodes. Uh, three unaired. You know how that is. Uh, executive producer was Gary David Goldberg, famous for Family Ties. This premiered on March 23rd, 2000. Ended April 3rd, 2000. It, uh, the cat, it aired on ABC. for It was a half-hour sitcom. It was just canceled after four episodes, and uh, it was about the police department in Battery Park in Manhattan in New York, that neighborhood there. Uh, the cast consists of Elizabeth Perkins. She was Captain uh, Madeline Dunleavy, also Justin Lewis. You might remember, he's he goes by another name. His name is Lewis Ferrari, Ferrera, or something like that. I can't pronounce his name. He's a Canadian actor. He started in a lot of shows, a lot of shows. Yeah, a lot of movies. Uh, also, uh, Jacqueline Danielle Obradors, she was in there. Also, Frank Grillo, Bokeem Woodbine. You know, we remember him from uh, uh, Jason's Lyric in that movie. Uh, Robert Mailhouse. Uh, and uh, he used a drummer for the rock band. 
the the alternative rock band Dog Star. I remember that. Also, Jay Paulson was in the cast. Also, Wendy Moments. Um, you know, she did a lot of TV. Also, Sam Lloyd. You know, and uh, he was famous for in the comedy series Scrubs and sitcom Cougar Town. Remember that. Uh, so that didn't do well in the ratings. And luckily I found the theme song of Battery Park. I will play that right now. And when I come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about Elizabeth Perkins. You know, she has, she has an interesting career. You know, she's still acting. Thank goodness for that. So here is the theme song for Battery Park. Okay, everyone, I'm back. Uh, I played the theme song for the sitcom Battery Park. Right now, I'm going to talk about Elizabeth Perkins, a uh, wonderful actress, you know, and she she played in a lot of uh, famous role, famous movies like that. And uh, uh, let's see. So she was born in New York, and then um, I think she moved to Chicago like that uh, because after her parents divorced uh her, par- her paternal grandparents were greek and they were from uh thessaloniki salonica that's how you say it that's the second largest city in greece and uh so their it their names wasn't perkins it was pispericos <laughs> i say it well like that and uh she started acting she did uh stage work and all that and uh she made her film debut in About Last Night. I watched this movie when it for when no, did I watch it in the theater? No, not in the theater. I watched it on television, and you know, it was during the yuppie era in the late 80s. You know, it was from Chicago. This is based on a play but written by uh David Mamet, and uh that starred uh Demi Moore, Rob Lowe, and James Belushi. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Also, her other famous uh, movies was in Big with Tom Hanks. Avalon. She was in that movie. Um, I heard it was very good. It's directed by uh, Barry Levinson. Yeah. Also, he's, he said, she said. She starred opposite uh, Kevin Bacon. I like that movie. Also, she's famous for playing Wilma Flintstone in the 1994 movie The Flintstones, uh, opposite John Goodman. I like the movie. It was okay. Uh, my favorite one is uh, Elizabeth Taylor playing her mother. <laughs> that was great. I like that one. Also, she was on Miracle on 34th Street, the remake of the famous uh, classic movie. Also, Finding Nemo, she was uh, she was in that. Also, she's famous for her role in Weeds on Showtime. She played Celia Hodes. And uh, i never seen the show. I heard it was very good. You know, very good indeed. And then, um, let's see. So, uh, you know, she's still acting to this day. And, uh, you know, she's very pretty. I like her a lot. Okay. Okay, that's it for the show for today. (laughs) 
Ooh, I covered a lot of ground. So I'll do a quick recap of what I discussed on TV Oblivion. Here we go. From the 1940s, I talked about the uh, anthology drama series, Farsight Theater. From the 1950s, the syndicated drama series, Biff Baker USA. From the 1960s, the TV sitcom, Fair Exchange. From the 1970s, the uh, animated uh, TV movie series, the ABC Saturday Superstar Movie. From 1980s, the television sitcom, Baker's Dozen. From the 1990s, the uh, crime, TV crime drama, excuse me, Angel Street. And in the 2000s, the sitcom, Battery Park. So these were shows that were aired and never heard from again. They went into TV oblivion. Good thing I have a memory of that, <laughs> of those. But uh, thank you for joining me on this episode. I had a good time discussing this with you. I will have another episode on probably next weekend. It'll be episode 25. It'll be the last show of the season, of season one. I'll, don't worry, it'll, I'll continue doing this. <laughs> and uh, this show will be available soon. Uh, once it's published, it'll be available on wherever podcasts are it's available. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music. Also, uh, it'll be on my YouTube channel, Van Chicago. Uh, no, not Van Chicago. <laughs> That's my other podcast. TV Oblivion, the podcast. You can subscribe uh, wherever po- the podcasts are available, and you will get notified for new episodes. Um, so it'll be a while so, uh, when I post this. And uh, this is because I'm your host for TV Oblivion, the podcast. Thank you again for joining me, and uh, everyone have a great Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, my Thanksgiving was wonderful. And uh, so sit back and enjoy, and this is the uh, ending theme song, the Pick and Pluck song. Take care, everyone. So long.